have on the show. Wake up and let's go to the Mindless Morning Show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mindless Morning Show. I'm here with my co-host Dakota, as always. Yes. Because he likes he likes his name to be said now. Yeah, um, we established that. <laughs> yeah. um, and also with us, we have a very special guest, a uh, good friend of a friend of mine. We have who's also a flight attendant and a sports PR consultant, Keon Johnson. How are you doing today, man? Good, man. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, you know, another day in paradise. Uh, yeah, hanging hanging in there. <laughs> you're uh, you're coming in from Vegas, right? Yes, sir. It's it's hot. It's hot was, out here, brother. I was yeah. just about to ask how the heat was. <laughs> like, uh, well, today today it was actually one of the uh, one of the better days. It, you know, it didn't it didn't get in the one tens. It was like just like one hundred seven, one hundred six. So that that's uh, that's that feels a lot better than, than before. It didn't get to one tens, but it's still like one hundred six, one hundred seven. I'm like. Man, that still sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping uh, you don't have the humidity Florida has. Oh, no, 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 no. I actually, I used to live in Florida, man. I used to live in a, a city called Sunrise. Um, so it's down in, a, like, right outside of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. It rained, like, literally, I knew when I was late for work because it, it rained every day at 2 o'clock. <laughs> like it just it just came down. I was like, when that rain started coming, I was like, ah oh, man, I'm late today. <laughs> so it's, it's two o'clock. <laughs> it's uh yeah. It, I mean, so yeah, that humidity is real. Yeah, it, it's it's really weird. We have our our typical Florida rains. It, it like monsoon for five minutes and then clear skies. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it was. Yeah. Um, now, are you guys you guys are in uh, in Orlando ish? I, I'm I'm in Orlando, Dakota. He's he's um, in a whole other state. Yeah, I'm in Kansas. <laughs> oh, okay. We still have uh, humidity here. <laughs> hey, Jayhawks or uh... um, I just moved up here about a year ago with my girlfriend, and she actually okay. went to college to at, to both of them. She went to K State and KU, but I think okay. she's, she likes Jayhawks better. So yeah, I, my, I would my, say Jayhawks as well because I got friends that I grew up with that were big Jayhawk fans. Yeah, my wife's uh, my wife's family is uh, is like pretty much all Jayhawks. They they're in a city called Shawnee, uh, Kansas. That's that's exactly where I'm at. Oh, you're in Shawnee? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that is really Small crazy. World. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I was expecting you to say somewhere close to me, and I was like, oh dang. <laughs> Shawnee, and it was it starts with a B to another one, uh, some city like. B city or I know there's there's Bonner Springs. Bonner Springs, sorry, yeah, Bonner Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I remember Springs. that one because I always laugh at it. Because <laughs> I'm immature, <laughs> childish. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I get it. I laughed too when I first uh, heard it. I was like, what the heck? All right. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. We'll let everyone uh decipher Bonner is actually Boner. I mean <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's really cool, man. So t- tell us, uh, what's it like being a flight attendant? I, I've, I'm terrified myself of flying. So you, you just, it's gotta be like third nature to you, like or second nature to you. It's, it's actually, uh, man, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, I really like it. It's a, it's a, 
it, I feel like I get paid to go visit my friends like all over the country. So, you know, you like one day you're in Kansas City, the next day you're in Orlando. And, you know, sometimes you have like 20 hours to stay there. So, uh, you know, when I when I get there, you know, I, I, you know, phone my friends and we kind of they come pick me up, show me the city. We'll we'll grab some uh, stuff to eat over at, uh, at either Gates or uh, what's the other one um, they told. Gates is the one that yell at you, the barbecue place out there yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah. And then, um, you know, or, or if we're in, we're in, you know, Fort Lauderdale or whatever, wherever we at, we go and, you know, go grab something to eat or go hang out and chill. And these are like relationships that you've had for like years. You know, I probably haven't seen these guys in like 10 years, 11 years, somewhere around there. And um, it, it gives you, it gives you an opportunity to go and, um, you know, kind of see the world places that, you know, you probably haven't seen in a long time. Um, um, and right now it's a little crazy with the, with the state of the world with COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess like the hardest part about it right now is just, um, is just kind of making sure people are being safe by wearing their masks and stuff like that. So you got to make these, you know, these announcements like, Hey, you know, keep your mask on, don't take it off. Luckily, I haven't been one of the people that's got punched in the face, so I'm kind of <laughs> happy about that. I was going to say, you, uh, you one of the fun flight attendants when they do the speech, try to make people laugh, or you just get through it? I, you know, sometimes it, it kind of defen- depends on the mood. Like, sometimes I'll make a joke, and if, if people get it, then I'll, then I'll probably try to make another one. Other ones, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, that didn't work. <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, nah, man, it, it 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 goes with your personality, I think too. Because if, if I think if you're cool, if you you know if you are like relaxed, then that that kind of uh, leaves a tempo for everybody else that's getting on board. You know, if they see somebody coming on board and you you know you down or you you know maybe you're not having a good day and it's showing you know that you're not having a good day. Well, that's going that's going. Uh, go go towards the passengers, and then now you, you know it could potentially be a problem. Where you know if you'd have just been cool, it would have uh, it, it could have made it a lot easier. So, um, but like I said, uh, you know that's probably the hardest part right now, man. Is just kind of dealing with that. Yeah, for sure. I I have probably flown a handful of times, and it terrifies me every single time. Is it more like the turbulence, or is it is it just uh, just the fact of being forty thousand feet in the air? So I have been. I'm so thankful that I have never actually experienced any kind of crazy turbulence. People talk about where they're like, we fell like four forty feet or four hundred <laughs> feet down in the air. I'm like, oh what? Like fuck that? Like <laughs> yeah, what? Like little Timmy like went through the roof. I like, dude. I don't know. Like I thankfully never experienced that. It's just like. Me, I'm, I'm, I like the ground. I, I'm perfectly content on the ground. I'll go by car. I'll go by boat. But um, I don't care too much to take to the skies. Now, if I was like a superhero and I could fly, okay. <laughs> yeah, did you, you can control all of that. Then. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> different game. And that's probably the only way I'd fly. But other than that, no interest. So, so speaking of that, have you had any like crazy turbulence or any stories along the like lines of that where like something crazy happened? 
Have you ever thought you were going to die on a plane flying as a flight attendant? <laughs> to be honest with you, I have not. I'm, I'm, let me knock on some wood. I guess yeah. I've been, uh, I can't I've been you. pretty lucky, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hope not to. That's my bad. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. <laughs> yeah, I definitely hope not to. I mean, we, we've had some turbulence before to where it's like, you know, let me, let me put this seatbelt on. But uh, – <laughs> You know, luckily it hasn't been anything like too too crazy to to scare me away from doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of times, man, the crazy part is, you know, when it's when it's super turbulent or when it's you know moderately turbulent, you still see people getting up, walking, trying to go to the bathroom. I'm like, uh, <laughs> y'all better sit down. This stuff is, you know, because if, if if it hits the right thing, they can they can, you know. Uh, float up hit the hit the ceiling and knock themselves out and you know for me i'd be like oh uh, we told you to sit down there's nothing worse than turbulence except for going through turbulence and having to take a poo i got a decision to make on that one yeah for real (laughs) got a decision to make like can i just sit here and hold this and and wait till this is over or you uh, excuse me captain how bad is the turbulence gonna be (laughs) dude if we're hitting turbulence i'm not waiting i'm going right there right 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 there in my seat (laughs) there it is it it, would have scared me i i can't i don't know there's there's a few times like you go through the clouds you know and it gets like real pretty shaky it's like wait what was that it's like (laughs) Like, calm down. There's a dragon outside. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see it, man. Yeah, especially like nervous flyers, man. They are. Oh. They are it's kind of funny, but it's not funny at the same time because you're like, hey, man, you know, I don't think we're gonna, I don't think we're gonna fall out the sky, man. So y'all, y'all can just chill, but they don't, man. They just, they just stick Dude. around and. You guys play games or bet on people when they're walking in. You're like that one. That's the nervous one. <laughs> Man, you don't even really have to play the game. You can see it. Everybody can see it when they walk on. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah they'll they'll let you know how that. I've never flown before. All right, cool, man. Just have a seat, sit down, and relax. That's all you, you got to do. Have you ever had to kick anybody off the plane? Uh, I have not. No, I have. I have not, man. Like I said. Uh, some people are really, really into doing that, man. I'm not. I, I just let, you know, unless they are, and this is a hypothetical, unless they just come on and they really just belligerent or or just uh, just just acting a fool or something like that, yeah. I'll be like, man, just guys sit down and enjoy yourself, man. You know, <laughs> did, don't did don't don't mess yet? with any other flat passengers. <laughs> don't mess with us, man. You good? We we got an hour and a half together, man. So, <laughs> sit down. Let's go to your. Let's get you to your spot. Yeah, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it doesn't sound so bad, but uh, man, that even like an hour and a half flight, like from from here uh, from Florida to New York, terrifies me. Like I'm six foot three, so like first off. The seats do not accommodate tall people, and I'm like already feeling slightly claustrophobic, and uh, it's just uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan, <laughs> not a big fan. Everything is just like torturous right there. I, yeah, I'm that no, nervous one. Like we're I, I'm in my mind, we're about to fall out of the sky 
any moment. <laughs> so like I brace for impact. Back 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 in the days when we was uh when we was doing alcohol, I would probably just like, you know what, man, take this uh take this margarita or something. Take this yep. uh take this take this drink, calm down a little bit. Take a nap. <laughs> take a nap, you'll be all right. By the time you wake up, you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've tried pre gaming in, in the, the airport while I wait. No, it still didn't work. Nothing. It, like the second we start like rolling, it, it's once we get ready to like hit that hard straight and, and lift off. That's that's when I'm like, all right, that's when I start clenching. Like everything's getting tight. I can feel all my muscles tighten up. I'm like clenching to the chair or like whoever's hand I can grab. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love looking out the window though. It's fucking cool. Like it's cool seeing it. I'm still terrified. Unless you're flying through a storm. I've flown through a couple of storms back to Colorado, man. It was like thunder and lightning everywhere in the clouds and just rain. I was like, I'm going to shut this. <laughs> like, Colorado, man. Denver always has something going on, man. It's yeah. never like a it's never like a good flight. Like, it's, I mean, it's a good flight, but it's never like just a smooth, easy, like leaving anytime I left. Cause that's what I was, where I was before Kansas was out in Colorado. So anytime leaving, it was fine. It was coming back. It was, you always dealt with something coming back. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Always, <laughs> always something in Denver. Man. Yep. Yep. Every time. Well, there is something evil about that, De- that Denver airport. So you never know. Dude, it's that horse. It's the horse with the red eyes. That's just sitting there, man, dude. <laughs> That comes out of nowhere too. The guy, that comes out of nowhere, dude. The guy that was that started it died. It, it crushed him at while he was like originally doing it. So his son finished it. I was like, I don't I, think it was meant to be made, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's it. That's, yeah, you see, it didn't work. Dude, and DIA has got those crazy conspiracy theories and everything too about it with the underground. All man. the new world order dude, plastered everywhere, bro. Some of those paintings, they're for real. There, like I've seen some of them too. Like underneath, oh yeah, no. Oh. On the, uh, are you talking about like in the airport? On mm-hmm. those, uh, yeah, I know what you're that's talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, like not a lot of people pay attention to that, but I'm, I'm like, <laughs> wow, this looks kind of dark over here uh, yeah, like, just walk by it every single day oh wow look at that kind of dark i was like what the heck does that mean you know yeah. but yeah it's crazy yeah, and denver, uh, denver is something else unique stuff <laughs> there is for sure <laughs> so what are like some of the craziest stories have you ever like had somebody give birth on a plane like anything anything insane no, no no i haven't i haven't seen that I, i've seen um I've seen like uh, you know people like get really sick and like pass out. So then we have to like administer CPR and stuff like that. And I don't know if you guys have ever done CPR, but that is not an easy thing to do, man. You, uh, I've you trained for keep... it numerous times, but I have yet to do it in real life, thankfully. That especially on somebody who just threw up. Yeah, dude. No thanks. The whole thing, man. You gotta kind of keep like compressions on their mm-hmm. chest and then and then you got to give them oxygen and then you get i mean that's tiring you know mm-hmm. yeah dude, that's, be big, that's really tiring you and sometimes you're doing it for upwards of 30 minutes so you it's like three three Tag people just kind of rotating in doing it and stuff like that man yeah that, that's i'm, that's I'm more impressed thing. with you guys even be being able to perform cpr with such a narrow pathway yeah yeah, it. You know, you know what's really kind of crazy is just uh, how because normally you think that you would kind of freak out, 
you know what I mean? You think that you would, you see somebody, uh, you know, gasping for air or, or passing out and he, and, and automatically you seem like, Oh God, I can't, I can't do this. But it's crazy how your body just goes into help mode yeah. and you get there and you, you know, you just kind of, you just kind of doing it. And then afterwards, after a person comes to or whatever, you know, then the adrenaline wears off and, and that's when you actually get scared and you're like, Oh, I can't believe that that just happened. You know, I blacked out for the last 30 minutes. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's, it's crazy how, I mean, yeah, um, but there, there have been stories of, you know, folks actually like, um, you know, uh, expiring on the plane and then, you know, you can't really, you can't really call it expiring on the plane. You got to wait till they get on the ground. So you you know, even if you know that they're not with you anymore, you still got to kind of keep doing it until they land. Dang. And then, uh, and then, um, EMTs come on and they'll, you know, they'll pronounce it then, but you know, you can't really do it. You're not a doctor. He just a flight attendant. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's like some of the scariest stuff that, that I've, uh, either witnessed or, um, have heard about. I, I feel like I already know the answer to this one, but I know somebody has to ask it. Have you ever had snakes on the plane? <laughs> I have never had a snake on one. I mean, we've had like... <laughs> I would have never thought to ask that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never had a, I've never had a snake on. We had a lot of crazy animals, man. They, you know, with these emotional <laughs> emotional support animals. They, 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 this is my emotional support. Somebody brought on like a little baby yeah. horse. <laughs> what? As an emotional support animal? As an emotional support animal, yeah. Is that, is they're like, like riding it the whole serious? time. <laughs> Here's your seat. I don't need a seat. I have my horse. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, sitting them in the front row. And now other people got to sit in that row with the, with the, with the like baby horse, man. It's crazy. That would have made, you know what? I would, I needed an emotional support horse. This is my emotional support badger. Be careful. He bites. That's when I'll fly. (laughs) Dude, that's ridiculous. Just slapped a little thing on his, on its, uh, on the back, the little coat. And it's like a, a pit bull just, just barking at folks the whole time. Like, I don't think that's really an emotional support animal, but you know, nah, you man. can't say nothing. The, the folks let them on. So dude, that makes me think that that Scooby-Doo live action movie where they snuck him on the plane as the old grandma. I, that makes me think <laughs> it would have been able to get away with it. Now <laughs> like, that was realistic. No, man, it was, you wouldn't believe the type of uh, animals and stuff that came on. I think, I, I think I even read like somebody brought on a peacock one time. So yeah, right. It's crazy. Look it up, man. You you'll see. It. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I believe it. I, I know there's those people that go and get license to give the licenses out for just pay me some money. I don't care. I'll sign the paperwork for you. And like that's it. <laughs> so. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that when they came to school for the job fairs, that one of the jobs was to go and become a person to license emotional support animals to people. <laughs> I could have been doing that this whole time. It's a lucrative business, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> like, what was this? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it sounded like they could uh, get some get some good dough on that, man. Right? I feel like I would have been good at that. Like, 
kid comes in he's like i'm having some bullying problems at school here i got a llama for you he'll spit at people for you he'll be emotionally supportive this is gonna be great next llama, <laughs> we bring on this emu yeah. <laughs> dude emu so fun fact for you guys at the theme parks those giant ass turkey legs are actually emu don't tell me that i don't want to know that it's still delicious no, it's a giant turkey that I'm eating. It's not eat a it. giant turkey leg. It's a giant <laughs> emu leg. Dude, I'm not eating an emu. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not I'm going to have to say that next time I go. I'm like, man, that's that's an emu leg. That's an emu. The guy's going to They're going to kick you out. Like, just, just say it's an emu leg. People will still eat it. De- yeah, depending <laughs> on who uh, who you talk to. Because like there was uh, one time somebody thought I was working at one of the stands because I was – I don't know where everybody that was actually working the stand went. I was working on one of the the icy machines, and they're like, "Is that actually emu?" And I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is." And he's like, "I knew it," and he just like walked away. <laughs> and like it was just okay, like whatever. Babe, babe, you're eating emu. I told you. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, whatever. Feel good. Oh, dude, it's so good. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's turkey still and enjoy what I want to enjoy, all right? Yes. <laughs> Do you, man. Do you. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm very uh, happy to hear that all your flights have been very good so far. And I, I know – I'm knocking on wood right now. Yeah, I, I, I'm so sorry Dakota spoke that out there. Dude, and, we, we, I, nobody even knows what you're talking about. I took it back. Nobody remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so – but no, that, that that's good. So tell tell us more about this uh, sports PR consultant. This this sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, actually, man, that's a that's that's actually what I've been doing like my entire like adulthood uh, from from college, man. I um, I graduated from Grambling State University in Louisiana and then uh, went over to. Um, undergrad and PR graduate. I did a uh, sport administration. So it was kind of, you know, I kind of knew what I kind of wanted to go. And then, uh, back in 2001, um, I got a call from the Houston Texans. And to be honest with you, man, at first I was like, I've never even heard of the Houston Texans. What is, was that? And uh, but this was before the team started. Okay, okay. I was, yeah. like, I was like, what? Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> right, you know, they sense. didn't they didn't really start playing until so, 2002. Yeah. So they had they had called and they was like, hey, you know, we seen your resume. We want to bring you down to interview you. So I was like, okay. Uh, uh, I was like, all right, Houston. I, I like the city of Houston. To be honest, Houston was a great great place. And I said, you know, when I get out of college, I would love to go to Houston. Was so there like, um, was there like any moment in your mind right there that was like, this isn't real. This is a scam Houston Texans. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's exactly. I was like, man, I never even heard of these guys. And so I, I quickly looked it up after that. And I was like, Oh, sh- this, this is for real. You know, <laughs> it's real. Okay. And so, uh, so I went down there. Um, uh, cause I was in California. I, I went back to California cause I was doing an internship out there. And, um, and they called me when I was in California and they said, uh, yeah, you know, we want to, we want to bring you down and interview you uh, for a position that we have. It's an internship. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. You know? So I go down there and it's funny. It was right. It was right. Speaking of flight attendant stuff, it was right after nine 11. So, uh, 
So I go, uh, I fly from San Francisco to uh, Houston, and it's literally like seven people on the plane. And I was like, wow, okay, this is, this is kind of scary. And I get there, I'm interviewing with, um, <clears throat> with, the, with the managers over there, and literally, man, it was like, again, it, it, if you guys can remember that time, everything was so tense and, and, uh, <laughs> and in, the, in the office building that I'm interviewing with at the alarms just started going off. Like they just, oh. yeah, they start going off. And now I'm looking around at uh, the manager. He's looking at me like, you know, what's going on out here? And I was like, um, it's like, like they, you know about this. You're like, bro, yeah, I was like, is this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is this real man? Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, nah, man, we gotta, he's like, we gotta go. So <laughs> like alarms. the interview was like maybe five minutes. And then that happened. And then so we, I just, uh, we just left. And he called me later. He was like, you know what? I want, I want to bring you on. I want to hire you. Just, and I was like, I don't even know what I did, but. Hey, the way you, you know, handled yourself during those yeah. alarms, man, like, I'm, I'm bringing you on. I was like, man, I was, I was just as scared as you. I didn't know what was going, what was going on either, man. But, uh, but we, I guess we had to get out of there, you know. I was a little bit faster to getting out than you were, so maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Nobody and, ever beats me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to fall victim to that. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, no. So that it started there, and then, um, so I got in there, and and one thing that that I think is important, but I've always kind of think is important is. Uh, you got to kind of network and you kind of got to know where you want to go and what you want to do. And so uh, in doing that, you want to try to meet as many people as possible. Now the, the internship that I got was in ticketing. And so I was like, okay, this is, you know, it'll get me in the door and I'll see where, you know, meet the folks that, that where I want to be. And so um, I, uh, I was there for about a year. And during that year, it would it gave me time to meet like uh, the VP of communications uh, for the Texans, and it, you know the whole staff, uh, the whole organization. Um, um, uh, Bob McNair, who was the owner of the team at the time, and uh, he was like, he was actually man a really cool guy. Man, he just uh, like like I'm just an intern there. You know, and he's coming up, hey, Keon, how you doing? You know, and I'm like, oh, man, this guy really knows my name, you know. But, of course, you know, you, you run like a billion-dollar uh, company. You're going to know everybody that's coming in that building. And it, it, But it still kind of made you feel like, okay, at least I, I feel like I belong. Right. So, <clears throat> again, I uh, just kind of like, you know, made my way through, introduced myself to uh, Tony Wiley, who was the um, – who was a VP of communications there, kind of told him what I wanted to do. Um, and the, the crazy thing about that, he had ended up going to, uh, he was a graduate of Texas Southern University, which was, um, which was, a, which was a small HBCU in, uh, in, in Texas, in Houston. And I was at, and I was at from Grambling. So we kind of connected with that, uh, with that background, you know, so, uh, we, we kind of got close and he was like, Hey man, you know, if you want to come over here, um, after you get off work with the ticketing and, and come kind of learn what we're doing over here, 
And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, no brainer. This is what I want to do. You giving me this opportunity. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. You know, I was like, man, yeah, I, I do it for free. <laughs> so, uh, so I started going over there and kind of learning the nuances. And now I'm, uh, I'm meeting players. We had, we had, uh, we had drafted Derek Carr, not Derek Carr, David Carr, David, his brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had drafted David Carr, so I'm getting a chance to like meet him, and he was like the first pick in the draft. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, seeing like how how these guys work work together, and now I'm meeting um, like big time media people like um, John Clayton. I don't know if you guys remember him. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he was on ESPN. So I'm I'm like now I'm getting to be like really close with these guys and kind of sh- they're yeah, telling me like awesome. oh Keon, we need we need to talk to we need to talk to um uh you know david for an interview and i was like okay so now i gotta go get david kind of tell him what the interview's about bring him over to uh bring him over to john clayton and and like it's just me doing this now like and, and uh, you know and, and i'm only doing it after i get off work from doing the ticketing job okay and you so know, you were, so like, they, you were like that guy in the in NBA 2K when you play the when you play the my career mode and you finish a game, the one that like comes over and is like, "Hey, you uh, you had a great game tonight. We want to have an interview with you." Blah blah blah, and they like take you over to the other yeah, people. Yeah, they take you over there. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. it. Dude, that's dope. And, um, yeah, so man, so I did that with those guys, um, and then uh, then they didn't have a permanent position there. So he, uh, so Tony introduced me to uh, this guy named Kirk Reynolds, who was with the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, so he's like, all right, well, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we have a, actually a season long PR internship if you want to do that. And I was like, yeah, why not? I get a chance to go back home to the Bay Area. So uh, I went and I went and did that with them and they had like a great team. Um, uh over there at that time they you know they had just came off the uh the nfc championship game uh mm-hmm. when mariucci was a coach and they then when i by the time i got there they had they had uh brought on dennis erickson and so i'm getting a chance to meet these guys now so now i'm like still kind of building up my network <laughs> and so uh after a while i stayed there for like a couple of years and after a while i was just like you know what I can kind of go out on my own and still, you know, utilize these, utilize these contacts that I have. And instead of just being tied to one team, I can, you know, reach out to this team over here, this team over here, this team over here, and just, you know, just kind of work the way I want to work. And the teams, I, I went out, I, I like pitched myself and they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, all right. And, and like literally, man, I just started, uh, I just started working for those guys. And then, um, then I did the Warriors as well. Um, actually, when I was in Houston too, I started working with the Houston Rockets too. So I was, you know, just trying to get my, get my name and my face and, uh, you know, uh, my presence out to everybody. So if somebody said, oh, yeah, we're looking for a guy, oh, well, Keanu's done this. Keanu, so, you know, you, you build up your resume like that and you uh, you learn to get along with everybody. That's the, that's the main part about this, about the PR job and mm-hmm. in general is just how are you going to be able to get along with all these guys and inter- interact with all these different personalities 
and then in turn get these personalities to do what you need them to do to get the uh, for the betterment of the team or for the betterment of whatever it is you're you're pushing out there. And right. that's uh that's that's what uh you know I kind of had to learn to do, and that kind of helped me out in going through all the stuff that I'm doing now, and and that actually helped me out with the flight attendant stuff too. So it's just it's just about networking and talking to people and 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 basically just showing respect for other people and, and their time and and what they you know what they what they need done and what you need done and how can you get it to how can you gel it all together. Man, that's awesome. Have like have has there ever been a time, I guess, that you like been awestruck or like had to resist getting an autograph from somebody? <laughs> Especially like first starting out doing it, man. That'd be the toughest for me meeting all yeah, those that, that is the toughest because now you you like, oh, you go from you go from like not knowing anybody until now you seeing like <laughs> like I I ran into uh Ronnie Lott. Mm. and 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 i'm like oh man i gotta i gotta ask him to do for a picture but then you can't ask him for a picture and you can't (laughs) do this stuff so you just kind of like all right let me let me just push all that down and kind of continue to be professional and so you know um and that actually helped me out a lot too because you know at times you're like oh man this this would be a cool picture to have right with, yeah. with this guy right here. Hey, but, what's that over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a, you know, you, you have to kind of resist that temptation because you don't want yeah. them to start looking at you like, Oh, this guy's just a, just a fan, just a groupie. You know, you, yeah. you know, when they're, when they're about business, man, they, those guys work really hard to be the best in the business at what they do. So, um, you know, they won't, they expect the same from you and that's what you got to deliver. So that, that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. Now my kids now, now, nowadays, I, my kids will come, I'll bring them and they'll be like, Oh, let me get a picture. No, they're, they're happy to take a picture with those guys. So, uh, <laughs> the kids don't even want to come. Like, like, hey, so it, it, it's not for me, me. you know, yeah, <laughs> let the kids do it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Um, you, what, cool. uh, what sport were you like into before all of this? Did that lean towards the decision at all of like where you went first off or? Yeah, I was, uh, I'm, I've always been into football, man. I, I've been playing football since I was, you know, uh, young, maybe like second or third grade, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, ended up going to a, a, a high school that was, really good I, I mean like we were we were like the number one high school in the nation for like 12 years um Shit. it's a it's a school called de la salle high school in concord and and like they they actually even made a movie about our high school man so it was a uh, it was cool we went so just just kind of like, with football. It's like you ever seen the movie remember the titans <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah check it out man when the, when the game stands tall that was the if you if you look at that movie that was that was my high school nice. uh Dell Sound awesome. Concrete but they like that actually that experience there too man was kind of crazy because I went there my junior and senior year and my freshman and sophomore I went to a very uh another good football program wasn't wasn't on that level but it was still like really good and the year that I went over there the years I went over to Dallas Al, 
my high school, which was Pittsburgh High School at the time, beat De La Salle. That was the first time they had been beat in seven years prior to that. And then, and then, so just imagine, just imagine yeah, me coming from the school that <laughs> beat them, going to the school now. So it was, it was kind of crazy, and it, it was a, it was a Catholic school. I knew nothing about being Catholic at all. Uh, so I'm, I'm learning all type of new stuff. I'm going into an environment where, at Pittsburgh, it was very, <clears throat> it was much like a melting pot of everybody. You had black, white, Filipino, Asian every type of race that was around was at Pittsburgh. And I go to De La Salle and it's, it's a, like I said, it's a private Catholic school. So it's literally just like 97% was white. And then like 3% was others. So I'm going, like, Oh my goodness. Let me see how this is going to work out. But again, man, everybody was cool. Everybody like accepted me after they, after they, you know, after they was like, ah, oh, man, you from Pittsburgh, you beat us and stuff like that. I was like, well, shoot, I'm here now, man. Let's uh, let's go out and let's go out and get it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after that, man, we again went on to win twelve straight years. So that was a uh, that was pretty cool, man. That so that that grew my love for football. So that I think that's what kind of yeah had me going on that level. And then um, again, went to Grambling, which was a HBCU, like right after that. So I had like three totally different size because Grambling is a, a, a black school like it's, it's normally like uh, maybe it's like 97 98 percent black students and then like two percent others so it, it went we you know going from totally different dynamics on each one yeah like, I think kind of helped me out <laughs> because now I feel like I can interact with any group at any time you know and 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 feel comfortable you know yeah Nice. So, and I, and I think that's kind of, that's, that's really important too. You know what I mean? You got, you got to learn other cultures. You got to learn other backgrounds to kind of uh, progress forward. So. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's the beauty of America. We are the melting pot of so many yeah. cultures. There's so much out there to learn. Do it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you, um you work with the Las Vegas Raiders now, right? Yes, sir. So you've uh, you've been inside the massive spaceship stadium. <laughs> I should. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll email y'all over some pictures of that I had from last year. Actually, we just had a um, we just had a a, a tour of the stadium um, yesterday. Okay. Um, and you know, kind of just again, kind of getting ready for this upcoming season, which starts on Saturday. The first game is Saturday, so um, we'll be over there and. This will be a this will be a little different. It, it, I, I really call it, man, the really the first time that they're going to play in the stadium because now they're going to have fans. Last year right. it was cool. It was it was a it was a it was a great venue, but nobody was there. Like it was so weird. I don't know. I don't know if you guys seen it on TV or something like yeah. that, but just to watch a game with no fans. Not, yeah, it was the yeah. same for the it, NBA yeah, man. It was it weird. Was, yeah, it was weird. Like you can literally hear. The players on the field and you're all the way in the press box you can hear them talking and and uh like chant cheering for themselves you know what i mean it was it was really weird it's um, uh it, it was really funny when they started putting like the cardboard cutouts yeah because yeah. it was like holy shit it's like <laughs> the ea made a game with such high quality on the game itself but said fuck it on the <laughs> the team yeah. the audience there yeah. 
Yeah, then they added the digital where you could have all the different fans at home on the screens and stuff. That was pretty cool. The one thing that drove me nuts about watching games with no audience, they still put, like, somebody's still manning some type of, like, audience track. Yeah. Yeah, you hear it go, ooh, like, hype up as things are going on, like... Who's sitting there manning this? Dumbass, <laughs> it had to be. Like, it had to be normalized for the players. Still, so yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. So I'm. I'm actually really looking forward to Saturday. Just kind of, you know, seeing how Las Vegas is really going to like the city itself is really going to embrace the Raiders. I and I and I say the Raiders are in a in a in a in a, in a tough situation because. You know, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights came here and they like won Dude, quickly. Like I think the first year they went to the <laughs> yeah, Stanley was, Cup. Yeah. You know, so yeah. and uh, we're and not so, going to talk like, about them here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah. So it's a Dude, it's a nuts. it's a crazy situation. They, I, I feel like they got a lot of pressure to uh, to go out and perform and perform at the highest level to, you know, at least make the playoffs, you know, cause yeah, I'm a, I'm a Raider fan. I've been a Raider fan my whole life. I'm, I'm originally from California and grew up watching them because of my dad. So I've been, I'm falling all over, but that's, I was going to ask you since now you're doing stuff with the Raiders and before you were doing stuff with the Texans, when David Carr was around, how was that being able to like do stuff with David Carr and then now Derek Carr? It's, it's so crowded. I was just telling that story um, the other day, man. So when Derek Carr, Derek Carr was like maybe like five or six years yeah, old. At that he was time. always he was around. Like, he was like a little he? kid just running around. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now I'm looking, I'm like, wait a minute, dude. You, now you like the quarterback of the right. Like it, it's crazy how to just kind of mm. see that progression. I mean, I'm proud of the dude though, man. Cause I, I think it's more, it's more of the fact that I seen him when he was a little kid right. and now he's, you know, now he's, you know, at least a top 10 quarterback in the NFL and, and he's uh you know he's raising kids of his own now so mm-hmm. it's a it, it's a That's crazy cool. cycle of how this thing went man like man I've seen your brother now now I'm watching you do it yeah I feel like and not she, many people yeah. especially in your position get to like be that close and see that happen so that's really cool that's awesome yeah yeah it's, it's a like I said it's a good situation man it's it's crazy and then um also got a chance, uh, you know, uh, as 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 fate will take it, man. Got a chance to work with the, will still work with the Warriors as well, and it went from the Warriors being horrible until now they're like, you know, they were <laughs> top like team, top man. one of the top teams. They won like three championships, and I was I was a part of you know uh, the team, you know, working those uh, working those games when when those guys won the championships, and and you can just kind of tell. Uh, just you, you see teams that are good and you see teams that are great yeah. and you could tell the work ethic and the confidence that those teams have when they uh, when they step out on step out on the field or step on the court if they're going to be good or they're going to be great and every time the Warriors stepped out on the court it wasn't a fact of oh uh, you know if, is this going to be a close game or not it was like we are we got uh we got one goal and that's winning the championship and they set out to do it man and they it was like nothing could stop them well uh the last two years of course they've they've been injured and and uh you know when kd left that that hurt a lot but uh you know i I think they'll be back that's i'm sitting here i'm like 
how how's Steph Curry? How's Clay Thompson? How's Dr- are they all really nice? Like, those dudes are those dudes are solid, man. man. <laughs> they they are really they are really like cool, like like cool cats, man. You yeah. very approachable. Um, and, and, you know, Draymond is a little edgy, he, but he, he's real though. You know, he'll, he'll, uh, yeah. he'll talk to you. He'll, he'll talk to you and, you know, he'll clown around with you. If you're joking, you don't know, joke. What about uh, Clay? Clay is the same, but Clay's a little bit more, you know, goofy, <laughs> but he's cool though, man. Is, and, and, is KD like reserved? Like he seems like he isn't quiet or. Hey, when I when I met KD the couple times, he was always solid, man. Always uh, just just cool, and That's and good. you know he would he wouldn't take any mess, but he was you know he was like, all right, man, just a real nice dude. You know, he comes from a uh, his mom. His mom instilled a lot of good values in him, man. So he's oh, yeah. uh, I remember his very speech. respectful. Yeah, very yeah. respectful guy, man. That's cool. You kind of forget that they're that young, though. Still, though, you know what I mean, I mean, they're still like no. thirty now, but you know, it, to me, it seems like these are like little, you know, are kids. Right. But um, but yeah, man, j- just speak with you with the utmost respect, and you know, and that's, you know, that's pretty much it. They're they're solid dudes. That's awesome. That's good to know. Good to hear, especially like as a as an NBA fan or stuff like you always hear these stories about them being different than what you want to hear and stuff like that. So it's always cool to, to hear like how humble and stuff that they are. So that's good. Is that a Clipper shirt you got on? Yeah, I'm a Clipper fan. I've been a Clipper fan my whole life, man. When I grew up out in California, I was a uh, young lad. I was always Clipper fan, man. That Elton brand, Corey Maggette, Sam Cassell days, Katino Mobley was my shooter. Yeah. I love the, I love those teams. I tell everybody, man, y'all just got my son. Oh yeah, not really. Yeah, a, they, yeah they just uh, there's a Keon Johnson that uh, he got drafted to the uh, he got drafted to the Knicks, but now he's he got traded to the Clippers. Oh, yeah, that's so right. I always say, yeah, that's, that's my uh, that's my son that he never he never met me before though. You know, <laughs> I'm rooting for you, son. Yeah, I'm rooting for you, man. Go ahead, be your thing. <laughs> just go to one yeah. of the games with the big old postcard. I'm your father. <laughs> I've been maybe, up maybe when they maybe when they come to uh, San Francisco and do a uh, do a, when they play the Warriors, man, I'll, I'll I'll say something to them about it. Yeah, I mean, all right. So uh, since you got lie. all the since you got all this inside expertise, who you got winning the championships for NFL or NBA this year? Oh, there you go. That's so. Um, <laughs> You know, full disclosure, I am and have always been a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Okay. So it's kind of okay. hard for me to uh, it's kind of hard for me to go against the Bucks. It's uh, tough to go but, against them right now, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I really see that I really see another rematch of last year, man. I I think that uh, Kansas City they they just got way too much firepower, man. They they'll they'll be there. Um, the Bucks. I think the Bucks will be there. You, you just can't count uh, Tom Brady out, man. So yeah, I like seeing know, Tom Brady off the Patriots. He's got way more of a like personality and is having a lot more fun now. Yeah. It looks like it, man. And, you know, he, and then he got his boy. He got his boys down there with him, though. So. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, he's. It's a. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be those two. Uh, back in the back in the bowl and 
I, I just can't. I just can't go against uh, Tom Brady uh, in the uh, in the Super Bowl. So just, I think it never goes cool. away, man. He never goes away. Yeah, what is that? He <laughs> he definitely sold his soul to the devil to play football. <laughs> no, this dude's like a year younger than me, man. And still just out there killing it. Like well, that's what I say wow. about. That's what I say about Chris Paul, man. He made a deal with the devil to be one of the best point guards, but he can never win a championship. That was the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, man, I was rooting for them too so bad this year. I was like, man, come on, man. Y'all gotta y'all gotta do this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Giannis, Giannis had other uh other He's just uh, a beast, ideas. Man. He's just yeah. a beast. That guy is built different. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you were starting your team, if you were starting a team, would you would you take Giannis as your first pick now? If like I was, everybody, everybody that at the age that they are at now. That's tough for me because I always, I've always played the like NBA seasons on the video games and done the GM stuff. And my instinct is always to pick like one of the top young players in their like early twenties, 18, 19, 20, 21, because of all that potential and how much like time span you have with them. Yeah. But, if it was like real right now and I had it, I, I, it would be hard not to pick him, man. Like, especially just what he can do. Like, he can't, he doesn't even need to shoot the ball. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. We got Josh. Who you starting with? I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I have Josh. No, yeah, he's got I, nothing. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I could tell you the last time I watched basketball was when. Everyone was so ashamed of uh, Dwight Howard coming into the magic. And quite honestly, like into the magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It, hey, in, into the magic. It had to be like oh, yeah, oh five, oh six. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like yeah. back. I'm like, I think I was still in high school. No, because, so man. here's the thing. When I was a kid, my, my dad growing up, he, he would watch the Orlando Magic. And so I'd go to those games and I'd watch them and and it was cool. You know, I I liked being there. The atmosphere was cool. And uh yeah shortly after Orlando just sucked like sucked yeah, cause they ass that's cause they lost like everybody after that man Hidu Turgaloo retired and yeah and then man, lo dumb. and behold Dwight Howard comes and dude he's making them look good there's a few others that I, I forget but uh that was, that was his peak man Dwight Howard that was when he was the best was his Orlando Magic days yeah, and uh, I, th- that's that's been it. So after that, I, I mean, I know who Yao Ming is. Yao Ming's pretty dope. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and the only other people I would know is anyone from Oklahoma City. Uh, so, like, like, like Harden, the the big beard guy. And, do, you uh, still, do you think he's still on Oklahoma City? <laughs> no, I'm, okay. I'm sure they move around everywhere. I was like, because like I'm, I'm pretty sure the three you're about to name aren't there anymore. <laughs> yeah, probably not. No, I can't even remember the other hard two. West, hard Westbrook West, and Grant. Westbrook, yeah. yeah. yeah, West, yeah. Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook. Yeah, because he he was a uh, he was small, but man, he can get around. He yeah. can get around good. Yeah, he's a he's a Laker now. Laker now, yeah. Yeah, Durant's a Brooklyn Net, and Harden's Harden's still on. No, he's a Net. No, too. he's with the Nets, Nets too. too. Yeah, yeah. 
Drain's on the Olympic team now, isn't he? That, that's that's who I got. Uh, now you've been on a couple <laughs> times, but yeah, they just won gold. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Man, we need to have an episode where we just talk basketball and let you talk. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you don't want that. <laughs> you, you don't you don't want me talking about basketball, man. I uh I, I know so minimal. I I've been called a waste of height because <laughs> being six three yeah, but like I mean, people expect you to play basketball again. I don't know. You would have been, a, you would have just been a point guard if you played point guard, shooting guard. Realistically, I have fun playing it, like at the gym or like at, at like the YMCA yard, whatever. But I never liked doing it when I had to like train hardcore and like to actually play against other teams and stuff. Like, it, I, I just like it for fun. I don't, I don't like it competitively. Because I suck at it competitively. <laughs> See, that's my problem. I was always the one that was like, yeah, let's go and play for fun. And then fun immediately turns into competitive because I'm like, it's not fun unless you win. <laughs> I'm going to wipe your face on the court, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, Whoa. Well, we said we weren't taking it serious. I'm not taking it serious. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've had some anger moments with sports. Like, my, I've, I got two older brothers. There were so many times that Ethan and I would play one-on-one and we would just go back and forth scoring and he would just post me up and score on me every single time. And I would just get to the point where I would just start pushing him because I was like, <laughs> he just lost my mind. Just like, I'm done. Drop a couple tears because it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, hey, I, I, had my, I had my share of wins. I was the shooter of our family. <laughs> back. I'm like, come on out here. Three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll I'll beat you in a shooting contest. Yeah, but I always enjoy playing uh playing football more than any sport. As much as I'd like, I love hockey as like my favorite sport, but I would always be more than happy to play football over hockey. Yeah, football. I guess hockey, man. Help help me out with hockey, man. I'm I'm still trying to I'm still trying to learn it. And you know it's crazy. I actually used to work for a hockey team in Florida, the Florida Panthers. Oh, nice! And this was uh, that's when I lived in uh, Sunrise. I used to work for those guys. But man, when I tell you, I could not understand what was going on. It was hard to. I'm the same. I, I didn't. I didn't make it. Just put I, I didn't make it in hockey, and I was like, man, I, I tried. I gave it a. I gave it a good go, but man, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't keep up with the puck. I couldn't uh I couldn't uh I didn't it's know the, like it's the rules why they would start fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't you know, I, I like to watch the fight, but I didn't know why they would start fighting. <laughs> I would even ask some of the uh players. I think I think we had uh uh Roberto Luanga at the time. He was a uh he was like the big the big time player that the Panthers had, when we yeah. had and then I think we got the one guy Bertuzzi. Fucking oh, hate at, at that time. So I was like, no, well, why do y'all? Why do you just start fighting? Like, what what causes the fight? He's like, sometimes we just have to do it. And I was like, all right, well, I'll take that <laughs> out. I'll take that answer. Yeah. I'll, I'll so answer. you can look up on like YouTube, uh, NHL mic'd up. And, and I believe they've done this with other sports, but some people will, will wear a microphone. And if you listen to them trash talk, dude, they sound like hard, hardcore, like 
those middle schoolers you hear like over the internet when you're playing Fortnite, like fuck you motherfucker dog water your stats are shit like dude they <laughs> they talk <laughs> yeah they talk some serious shit on ice to each other and it's absolutely hilarious and sometimes they just they get fed up like because they're sitting there throwing jabs at each other constantly almost every puck drop like oh yeah i'm gonna get a bitch like you know just something <laughs> stupid and i i think that builds up the tension the the tension but also sometimes Probably. we they have those those players that they they call scrappers and it it's to start a fight to instigate a fight to get their their good player to want to fight or to rile them up a, a bit to like kind of throw throw the game off or, or maybe change the, the the tide of how things are going um whatever the, kid, the case may be the kid that's not good at the sport whatsoever he's just there to foul the other team <laughs> no dude there there's some scrappers that are really good like they've gone on to like take on more more prominent positions on ice but uh yeah there's some that'll really whoop ass it's the best dude like yeah. ho- hockey fights.com it's the best <laughs> can't, like, yeah, can't you, say have, you don't have me looking at that one oh, no. <laughs> dude they they have some intense ones i i can't remember the name there's been some crazy hockey fights for sure uh, I, I can't remember it, it's like a really really old 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 school one that dude he would just wail on people like he had this like he would like quickly punch back and forth like so fast like it was insane <laughs> just yeah, annihilate people that reminds me i'm waiting for the documentary to pop on netflix for the malice at the palace one that they're gonna do that's what i'm Wait, uh the the ron artest one uh-huh are yeah you, are, i think it, oh, yeah wow. it starts it starts in tomorrow on netflix i thought Okay, right, now that's a, uh, another thing to look at. I know. I was excited to watch that one, so that reminded me of, of that. You should. I remember you should watch watching that, that game. You I seen watched it. that game on TV and saw that happen. I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. crazy." <laughs> Fill me in. Fill me. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. He leaves. He leaves the court to go into the stands and, and starts like wailing on the fan because of a bunch of shit that happened and went down. Because what was there like throwing stuff at the players like on the yeah, court? Yeah. So. Yeah, so what happened was uh, – Was it like five think, five or so chairs back? Like this guy just like leaped over and yeah, like destroyed yeah, the guy? Yeah, okay, yeah. I've seen the YouTube like, You've probably video. seen the video yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. But but one dude just came, like one fan, they were in Detroit, mm-hmm. and uh, they were playing the Pacers. I don't know if it was a playoff game or, or what, but <clears throat> the guy just came. Uh, Ron Artest was actually like one of their good players. Mm-hmm. On the Pacers, on the opposite team, and he had he put a hard he did a hard foul on somebody on the uh, somebody on the Pistons, and so he just went and he, he just uh, he laid down on the scores table, and somebody came like a fan came with like a I don't know if it was a slushy or something, yeah, it and was just something threw it right like in his face, icy or yeah, something, it was crazy, yeah. he threw it right <laughs> like, in his face, and then no he like backed up to go away. <laughs> And the dude, and then Artest just goes through, and he just boom, and he and he socks him, and then the uh, and then like the crowd just kind of come, and they and they start fighting him, and so his teammates just come out of nowhere and and just start. It was like a brawl, like seven NBA players, seven eight NBA players fighting like the whole the whole uh, 
palace in um in Detroit. Yeah, it was crazy. This documentary, I'm, Dude, I'm excited. That's why I'm excited for it to like get the depth of it and everything. This could be a good one. It'll be good. I, I think mean, he got suspended for like a year and a half or something like that. Yeah, it was quite a while. Because, yeah, it was crazy. I think, I think it was – if it wasn't a playoff game, I thought it was towards the end of the season because I thought yeah. it had like yeah. meaning or something for the game. But I don't know. It was one of the craziest ones for sure. Yeah, I, I remember watching that like, oh, my – I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> it was Dude. crazy. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely been quite a few fights in sports that – dangerous man because these are these are powerhouse athletes that i really wouldn't want to be punished by one of these guys (laughs) so like yeah that that's uh because i mean i think actually boxers they have to i think they legally register their hands as weapons they can't get in a fight with anybody Mm -hmm. like if they can i mean they they can they'll first they'll lose their license um, and then and then they can go to jail. Yeah, you know what I mean? Their hands are hands are like deadly weapons. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me. That like that's so crazy. You could <laughs> these bad boys. Yeah, they're registered. <laughs> All right. So, so as as somebody in in PR, what about the one? The, I can't remember who it was. He was on the Cleveland Browns a couple years ago, and he scored that touchdown on Monday Night Football, and like went over and did the whole like pee thing and, and butt scoot or whatever on the floor and everybody was all upset, but then he ended up getting in a, a like sponsorship for those dude wipes. It was like the running back for the Cleveland Browns a couple years ago before they were like good again. And they were like, <laughs> they were losing and he scored a touchdown and just like went wild and like he, i think he like he either like used the football to wipe his butt and then chucked it into the stands or something he did something <laughs> ridiculous and people were all upset about it and then it was like two or three days later it was like so and so signs like a hundred thousand or whatever with dude wipes <laughs> and they sponsored because he wiped that. his ass it was like as a pr person man <laughs> what kind of work would you have to do to do that yeah damage control <laughs> like that is yeah that that's uh that's something that's kind of like like you're like okay this is just crazy um you'll get a you'll you'll kind of try to nix that story as fa- as fast as possible because you know what you know what is it what is it really doing he, he signed a contract uh, or he, if he did sign I, I didn't even hear about this but i want to um, i want to look up to see who it was real quick because that, that, you know, I would I would just try to, you know, if anybody asked questions on that, like reporters and stuff, I would I would uh, instruct them just like, you know, that's a, you know, we, we have no no comment on that. A lot of a lot of stuff that you can say is it's like stuff Isaiah, like that. Isaiah Crowell. He went to uh, he was from uh, Alabama State, too. Was he? I think he went to Alabama first and then he went to Alabama State. I remember that. I remember him, but I don't I don't recall him doing that. It was uh oh he was on the Jets, not the Browns. It was the okay. 2006 or 2018. <laughs> he got fined. He got fined thirteen thousand dollars, and then got an uh, endorsement. He got an endorsement from Dude Wipes. <laughs> you made the most of it, then. <laughs> Dude, that cracks me up. That is hilarious. He's got a good PR guy. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'd be like, man, yeah. Have you ever? Have or you ever I, had or I would something? say, you know, you got to make some money on that and say, say, dude, wipes as much as possible. 
Dude, that shit's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what he did. He wiped the football on his ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, if if you're telling me I, I could just like get down and wipe my ass on this floor for a hundred thousand dollar sponsorship, Bro, I'll do it. All I'm saying is that man, the <laughs> high school job fairs were were missing a bunch of stuff that I could have been making money. <laughs> 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 yeah, they brought all the like the really boring way. It's almost like uh, you guys watch The Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where they they go to the job fair and like they're trying to sell a paper company. And Michael Scott's just being a total tool to the, the guy Justin. That, that's that's exactly uh, what those job fairs are like. Some of the most boring thing, like basic too. <laughs> My dad wasn't allowed at the job fair because of how crazy his job was. <laughs> yeah, no, no, nothing outside of the box there. That's weird. Um, oh, going back to uh, going back to a crazy story. It's not a crazy story, but this is probably one of the um, <clears throat> things that we'll we'll deal with as PR people, especially like sports PR people. Uh, a lot of times, uh, you'll get players that are in contracts contract years and stuff like that and uh and publicly they don't want to talk about it but that's all the media wants to talk about is oh are you going to sign back with the team especially if they're a really good player um are you going to sign back with the team or what are your plans and then you know the the person or the player don't want to be a distraction told y'all that to lead up to this so When I was with the San Francisco 49ers, uh, uh, back in 03, we had T.O., Terrell Owens. And um, you guys know who T.O. is. So I I uh, do because he actually had a show, and that's only what I know. (laughs) You were going to say because of that. God damn it. (laughs) Full disclosure, one of the coolest people I've ever worked with. Like, his his, his, rep he got was bad but that guy was super awesome to this day he's super I always cool, liked him man. i always liked you um so it was his contract year and you know he i was a uh, i was assigned to him because you know at the end of one game i can't remember which game it was he got voted player of the week and so um <clears throat> we had this uh we had this reporter come through and you know so it's my job to kind of facilitate the the interview so T.O. was doing no interviews at all but he got this player of the week award and they had to they had to do the interview and so I go up to the reporter I'm like hey man look we got T.O. to excuse me I said we got T.O. to agree to do this interview but literally please just only talk about the player of the week don't go into anything else because you know that's not what he agreed to mm-hmm. and so me again i'm an intern at this point <laughs> and i have to get this all set up and i i honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to kirk uh today and just see if he did that on purpose to me <laughs> he set it up and he was like well keon you got you got that guy go get him on the go get him on the interview and you gotta let him know so i was like all right so the guy, the reporter, you know, he's going through these questions and saying, oh, you know, how'd you feel about the game? What did you, you know, uh, like just basic questions about being player of the week. 
And he was like, okay, well, good. Thank you for all that. And he was like, well, and, but uh, we still have uh, one more question. I, and I'm looking at myself like, oh, I know this guy's not about to do this. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, you know, um, at the end of the season, you're going to be a free agent. And then T.O. just looked straight at me, right? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. And I was like, hey, sorry, T.O., I got to take you back to the, you know, it's time for you to go back and get your treatment. So I had to basically, like, cut the interview because um, I knew where the dude was going with the questioning, right? So I, right. I cut the interview. I was like, all right, T.O. So I walked him back, and then I walked back out to the reporter. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, what are you doing, man? Like, you uh you just kind of try to make me look bad, and now I gotta you know now I got him looking at me like he can't trust me to you know put him on interviews and stuff like that, which is right. you know is huge because that's your job. If you can't yeah. get them to do it, then they're gonna look to replace you, you know. Yeah. And so uh so as I cut the interview short, I had to go up and I talked to my boss, and I was like, hey, uh, I I cut that interview short. Now I'm an intern. And these guys are like the low, the 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 news beat. He's on he's on this beat. So I had to tell him like, look, man, I had to cut his interview off because he went into asking To about the uh, about the free agency stuff, and and then my boss just starts laughing, and he's like, all right, good job. And then he's like, it's cool. And so then I walk back down to the locker room, and uh, and To is still in there, and he was like, hey, Keon, come here. I was like. I know I'm over. I'm, I immediately like, dude, I didn't know he was going to do that. I told him and he was like, nah, man, I appreciate you doing that. I said, you good with me from now on. If you need me to do anything, just let me know. Cause I know you got my back. And then I tell you that to tell the story. Like that's what, you know, that's what this job is about, man. You gotta, mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes you gotta be cool. And then sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta make those tough decisions, man. And, and you don't know where it's going to go. They could have been like, Nah, man, you did the wrong thing. We don't, we don't need you here no more. You know, yeah. But, I mean, reporter To, I'm gonna choose To. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you had to. I mean, this dude was, and and and, and uh, man, I'm telling you, you know, at that point, it was a, uh, you know, To was To was like the man in yeah. in the Bay Area, and next thing I know, I'm getting invited to like his his parties and 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 uh, and like he's having like, you know written out clubs and he's like oh Keon, man you come in uh you know bring your brothers bring your friends i'm like oh all right i'm on my oh, way you know what I mean? so, man, like, it, awesome. it, it like the crazy things can turn out to be like awesome at the end though you know what i mean so it was a it was a good it was a good experience for me to do that and get that under my belt now you know now it's easier for me to do that I'm like oh, nope yeah, we ain't doing that interview, or you know what I mean, or no, nah, we ain't, we ain't, uh, we can't, we can't do that, man. I don't, you know, damn. Or if it, or if it comes down to what we need it, I like, I'm gonna really monitor you, man, and you just stick to what's, stick to what's the. If it goes off board, I'm cutting it, and then they know that you'll cut it. You know what I mean? Right. So they kind of stay, they kind of <laughs> stay in their lanes. That's so, cool. yeah, man, it's it's funny how it happens. How how has COVID gone and changed all of the process for you and, and what you do? Um, uh, in a lot of ways, I normally just deal with the media. So my job is still going as going as normal. I mean, we got to do more protocol stuff. Like, um, you know, we have to show our vaccination card now to to go into the stadium. 
wear the mask and you know it's a little longer but as far as as far as me doing work i'm still i'm still going you know still talking to players still getting you know still making sure the media gets whatever they need and they want to uh, get their story so my job actually has not changed a lot i'm going to see this year um with with the fans coming back how different it's going to be Mm-hmm. Because I'm still not sure of how that's going to work. I, I'll I'll know more on Saturday after these games. But yeah. um, it's a uh, yeah. I, I don't anticipate it being like it was pre-COVID, and I and I definitely don't think it'll be the same as it was last year, where there was you know a limited number of limited number of fans. I mean, limited number of uh, media folks in the press boxes and stuff like that. So. Right. Um, you know, uh, the social distance and stuff, we'll, we'll have to see. And uh, it, it, it last year, a lot of the stuff like um, after the game, the, uh, you know, the post game interviews and stuff like that, they were on Zoom. Well, I know this year they're going back to, uh, they're going back to, you know, in person. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leery of how how that's going to work because I know they don't want everybody up in the in the player's face. You know what I mean? Right. So are they going to have them? You know, I I'm I'm just kind of curious to see how that's going to go. They're, but again, they're going to give you a giant plexiglass to hold in between the two of them <laughs> yeah, while like, they <laughs> conduct the interview. I talk directly into the plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> Roll them out in like a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you gotta do what works, I guess. I mean, man. So uh, I got, I got a random, random question. Back, uh, back to the Raider. Do you deal with uh, tickets at all for the Raiders? I, I do not. I do no. not. Man, I was gonna say, my dad and I have been looking and trying, and they have been sold out, man. Since like, I don't even know, since day one of that, even like going on sale. So I was gonna be like, you know, any secret ways to get tickets? <laughs> they, they are ridiculous, man. I would, I would say now, even if you, um, even if you could, uh, could get to buy a ticket, there you, you'd have to sacrifice a, a kid or something like that, man. Those tickets are crazy. I think I've got, uh, I've got four free to sacrifice. I've been saving them for this moment. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anybody out there that thinks I'm serious? <laughs> I mean, you could always whore yourself out for tickets, dude. I mean, I mean, for the right price, you know, for the right seat, I guess I should say. Just, just start an OnlyFans. I turned to Only, my OnlyFans for a Raiders ticket. <laughs> I've seen the, the cheapest ticket I've seen. Like thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. It was. It was. It was a big one. Say, back in a couple of years, when when the nostalgia of Allegiant Stadium wears down, mm-hmm. then it'll be. You know, it'll be. Uh, it'll be more reasonable. But yeah, now, man, it's Dang. everything is everything is crazy. It's it, it's crazy expensive. We're gonna we're gonna have to see him at Arrowhead Stadium, I guess. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I said how's like how's, how's the games there? You've been up. I've never, right? I've never been to one still. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You said you just got down there. Yeah, I've honest, I've actually that's one I've never been to an actual NFL game. I've been to MLB, I've been to NBA, MLS, but yeah, for some reason, anytime I was a kid and we went to a football game, I was doing something else. I guess I don't know. So I, yeah, 
don't. I said my 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 wife's family is from there, and they swear by the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs tailgate. They say that's the best tailgate. Oh yeah, that's what I've heard. That they that's ever what... you know that that's that's going down. So yeah, that's what my girlfriend and her family said that if we when we do go to a Chiefs game, we gotta go tailgate because they say it's the yeah. best. So I went to a I, I went to a Royals game out there, and they were tailgating at a Royals game, and I was like, this is baseball. <laughs> People do this. Like, like, I didn't even know you actually. <laughs> do this for baseball games but yeah man yeah, they're they, nuts out they're nuts out here for their sports team and yeah the, like yeah. the jayhawk if you go to lawrence man there it's just non-stop jayhawk everywhere we see jayhawk yeah. stuff like yeah people people love them they go crazy i actually have a buddy that um that i used to work with with the niners who's now like the uh assistant athletic director with the jayhawks and nice. i don't well you, you said you've been there for about two years uh, I've been here a year, almost a full year in like 20 days. Okay. He so. was, <laughs> cause he got there before you then. And he, he had just started uh, maybe about two years ago, maybe two years ago. And when he first got there, that's when um, Snoop Dogg came down there and he brought, he brought <laughs> like, I don't know if you heard about that story. If you haven't <laughs> talked to some folks, they, they, you know, Snoop Dogg came, he brought like strippers and it was like a, a <laughs> <laughs> this was like their midnight, you know, they do that midnight yeah, madness. The, midnight, the yeah. midnight madness. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and they brought that and like the, the students and stuff loved it. But I bet. They had the, uh, <laughs> they had the um, you know, the alumni and all these, you know, all these great, like rich, rich older folks there. They're like, what is going on? And Snoop was like, hey, man, this is, when you bring a Snoop Dogg to your, your uh, yeah. campus, man, you go get a Snoop Dogg show. <laughs> Who invited Snoop Dogg? I wasn't expecting that. Like, come on. <laughs> no, they wasn't, yeah, whoever did. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, uh, I laugh at my buddy. I was like, man, did you did you bring Snoop Dogg down there? Yeah. You knew what was going to happen when Snoop got there. Snoop Dogg watched yeah, a bunch of He Got Game, was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, that is hilarious. <laughs> That's incredible. It's interesting, man. Yeah. Bringing Snoop Dogg to Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Snoop had a blast either way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, was, like, it was nothing but the smell of uh, strippers and weed in the building, man. <laughs> so, so how, I guess going back to the Snoop Dogg thing real quick, other than like sports people, since you're around that whole like media and that world, has there been any like celebrity, like rappers, actors, anybody that you've got to like meet or? had a chance to talk to because they're there in that area. Yeah, um, everybody goes to, everybody goes to sporting events, man. Yeah. yeah especially, uh, especially basketball. So oh, yeah. yeah, you, you, you see, you see the Snoop Dogs all the time. Jay-Z and Beyonce came to uh, the finals game at a Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, for the Warriors a couple years ago. Um, uh my my wife is a big fan of Hamilton that play hey. and all those guys all those guys always go to those uh they they go to the That's game cool. especially when it was in San Francisco so yeah I got a chance to meet those guys I I didn't I'm not a play type person I I can't do all that singing hey hey me neither <laughs> me neither but Hamilton's pretty good I'd say that that's, was what, that's what my wife always she's that, like yeah you gotta see it you I gotta was see sit, it I was sitting there and Jordan Jordan sat down and she's like hey we're gonna watch Hamilton I'm like all right I'll give it a chance and we started watching I looked at her I was like wait it's rapping and she's like yeah. yeah and I was like okay and watched it I looked at it like two hours later and I was like 
That was good. I'm shamefully say I've seen it. I've seen it twice now. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> you know the you know all of all the actors and actresses and all. I guess they change up anyway in, in different places. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah, the one, no, I, one, there's a couple of them have gone on to do so. I so I watched that Snowpiercer TV show, and the main guy was from Hamilton, the oh, really? David Davis or whatever is David Diggs or something. I think is what it is. He's a uh, mm-hmm. he's he's too no nice in Hamilton, but, but yeah, I don't know. He's good, but yeah, it's a good one. If you do want to check it out, man, I would say that, that's uh, the one. I, I think you know a lot more about it than you're leading on <laughs> about Hamilton, yeah, but not about musicals, man. The other one, the only other one I'd want to watch is the the uh, Book of Mormon or something from the South Park guys because I heard <laughs> that one's really good. <laughs> and they um, won a bunch of Tonys like doing it the first time. That's like the the theater world was pissed when they did it because they just like won a bunch of Tonys from other people and had never done it before. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, so that would be one I'd see. I've heard it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Oh shit, man! Um, I'm a man of culture. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm. I'm gonna have to, have to uh, keep keep you uh, updated on some other stuff that I'm doing too. Jeez. Yeah. You know. You know. You know everything. T- tell us of uh, what, what kind of up crazy cool projects you got coming up, or anything anything interesting coming about. Uh, um, the, the I guess the, another good event that I'm going to be associated with is what what we did last year too, um, and we're kind of moving moving forward on it for uh for the upcoming year is uh it's again sports related. It's with the um with the NFL Combine. Uh, well, okay. they they the NFL Combine they usually have like a certain number of uh, guys. Maybe they'll get like a hundred guys from like all these big time schools to go and, you know, they'll showcase their talent leading up to the draft. Well, uh, again, I'm from HBCU, so they've never done one where they invited kids from like small schools like HBCU. So we actually ended up putting one on last year in Birmingham, Alabama at uh, UAB. And it turned out to be pretty successful. I think we, end up getting four guys into the NFL. None of them got drafted, nice. but like literally like right after the draft teams called these guys. So um, we're, we're going to expand on that and do it again next year. Um, that That's it. it I, I enjoy it because it gives guys that, you know, normally wouldn't get a chance to, to be seen or be picked up. Yeah that opportunity and you know and it's and it's guys that you know come from the same background as me you know they went to small schools and you know and and it showcases the talent that's that's there so um i that that's one thing that i really enjoy doing and the the company that puts it on is uh ran by a guy named Euless Payne who's uh he's really uh really solid man he's a he used to be the president of the uh milwaukee brewers so he comes from like a baseball background and he's doing you know football stuff so that that uh yeah that was that was pretty he just you know he he saw the need he saw the vision and you know he was it needs uh he's actually one of the guys main 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 guys responsible for getting these kids these contracts so you know, uh, hats off to him, and you know, uh, and again, such a such a humble guy, man. He he just kind of 
you know, put up his own money to uh, put up his own money to put that event on. And, you know, we had what, like 40, 41 guys come yes. from, come from, uh, you know, uh, like 18, 19 different schools, HBCUs. So, wow. um, that's cool. Yeah. That, that was something that was really, really special. Especially since there's so many stories like in the NFL where you have these undrafted players that come out and make a name for themselves. So yep. that's awesome. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah. It's always, always good to throw the bone to the little people too, man. Cause I mean, especially in sports, like it doesn't matter where you're from, man. People, people can have the superior raw talent, yeah. no matter where you're from to just kick ass in sports and be athletic and just anything really. True, it's always so, the best to see somebody that does not look like they can play whatsoever and they just go out and ball out. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> we had to do we had to do run like a four two eight, man. That was in, in the 40, and that's that's nuts, yeah. That's <laughs> that was crazy. Like we like literally looked at the clock like seven or eight times, like, man, is this real? <laughs> run it again, run it again. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta do that. Yeah, he ran a four two eight, a four two eight, and then a four three one. So yeah. we was like, yeah, yeah, you, that that's, that's legit. That's <laughs> and nice. yeah, so yeah, he ended up getting picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals. Nice. Yeah. So Ooh, that's really yeah, cool. and, and yeah, man, it's crazy. Nice. So man, I I, I gotta I, I mean I can sit here and, and, and talk to you pretty much forever about. I'm holding back on my questions at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because like there's. There's so much that goes into it and so much that you've seen. It's really unique in, in the sports industry because, I I mean, sports are – it's a weird, wonderful thing that uh, we have in the world. It, it's something that really being, brings everybody together from no, – no matter what. Like, like some of the atmospheres that are created at the games rather than just, like, being on TV. I mean, of course, at the parties at home, sure, but – at the games, man, the atmosphere is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, not nah, you can't beat that atmosphere. I mean, being yeah. a part of a team and coaching. I mean, I've learned so many life lessons and taught life lessons just being a part of a basketball team. So, I always recommend any kids, parents that I talk to, like, yo, get your kid into a sport, even if they don't want, like, ask them what they want to play, then let them play. Don't force it upon them. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's what we do, man. We, we put them in everything. What do you like? Okay. Just try it. Yeah. And we do it just to meet other people, you know, like a lot of these kids need that because, you know, everybody's not social, you know, everybody, right. you know, and, and, and if you're playing a sport, you're kind of forced to, because, you got you you have to meet your teammates and then you know then you're you're going to meet from there you're going to meet the folks that they know yeah. and then guys that you're playing against so now that you know just from playing this one sport you've met like 17 18 different people you it's know true. it's so true and, and 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 again like i'm a like i said i'm a networker man my thing is you know getting out and and meeting people and and yeah. talking and, and 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 getting your name out there and you know and i, I really look at it and this is a <clears throat> something that i've i've lived with since uh you know since since college man and and i and i, and I believe it to be true that um networking is one letter away from not working you know what i mean i like that i like that a lot so it's uh it, it's something that you know 
it can, it, it'll definitely help you out if you if you utilize it or if you just try it. You know, a lot of people are scared to try it. <clears throat> yeah. Again, I'm sitting here like, damn job fairs, man. <laughs> they didn't teach me anything at school. Nobody said networking. <laughs> I I don't I don't know like who if that's been a quote said somewhere else. And I don't even care if it was, but uh, we do have like a mindless quote saying, "I'm I'm making that, and and you're getting the credit for that." Yeah, <laughs> put that on there. That's, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I hope that more people will kind of gravitate to it and just you know, and, and really utilize it and try to try to incorporate it in their lives, man. Because you know, it, it can it can really help you out, you know. It yeah. can really help you out. I, I like that. And I, I I mean normally I, I would ask uh for any any last piece of words of wisdom or, or advice. I, I almost feel like that was like the best. <laughs> um but I mean do you happen to have any more <laughs> words of, of wisdom that you could give uh for anybody aspiring to, to chase a, such a elusive and lucrative career as yours <laughs> i would just say honestly man just just the main thing is to figure out what you want to do you know and that that's the i think that's the hardest part about living life in general is is figuring out what it is you want to do and then once you do figure that out uh create a plan of how you want to get there you know what i mean uh, and, and and I I do set long-term goals and I set short-term goals. And then when I say long-term goals, I mean long-term attainable goals. Like, you know, when I ask people like, oh, you know, what are your long-term goals? People are like, oh, I want to make $17 million. Like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> Well, how do you want to, or, or I want to be the CEO of this, of this uh, new, of this company. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It, it could happen. How do you plan to get there? Like, what are some steps you're going to tell? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So, like, I would say, okay, well, just set yourself as first getting a job at that place you want to own. You know, that could be your first goal. Um, And how do you get that job? Well, you have to do a resume. You know, that's step one. Step two, you've got to meet somebody or try to introduce yourself to get an interview with that with that company, you know? Uh, right. so again, just like set like little goals to where you can, you know, you see progress being made. And once you see that progress being made, you can kind of turn around and look back and it's like, Oh shoot. Okay. I didn't, I've, I've already accomplished two of the things that I set out to do now. Now that goal that seemed far fetched is it's in reach. Right. So you, you kind of just kind of just again, keep taking step by step. And sometimes those steps are not going to be straight. You don't have to probably veer off to the right or veer off to the left sometimes, but still keep, you know, you know, everybody's, everybody's steps could be different, but as long as you are continuing to uh, progress and go forward, then, you know, you'll get there. And, you know, maybe that, maybe that $17 million goal or that CEO goal now, now, you know, four years later, you're a manager at that company or, you you you've reached a, the amount of you know maybe like a million I don't know of of that seventeen so now you see that it could happen and as long as you are on those right steps to just kind of keep keep moving but nothing's going to happen for you 
if you don't have a plan and you don't have goals or checkpoints to hit those goals. So um, that's that's my advice, man, is just to, you know, whatever you want to do, figure it out, figure out what it is you want to do, man. If you if you want to if you want to do something in sports, do it. Find out, find some, you know, reach research people that are in the position that you want to be in. And you know what? Send them an email, send them an email, uh, give them a, give them a call. You know, a lot of, a lot of the numbers that they have are, you know, are, are easily reachable. Shoot them a call, shoot them a text. Like, Hey, you know, um, I, you know, this is who I am. This is, this is what I want to do. I'm trying to see if you got five, 10 minutes to talk to kind of, so I can pick your brain and guess what? 90% 90% of those people are going to be like, yeah, right. let's, let's talk, you know, yeah, and that, that, that starts your, that starts your, you know, that starts you on the path to get into where you want, you know, and then they'll probably introduce you to somebody else that can help you get there faster, you know? Yeah. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid to, uh, you know, put yourself out there and really go for what you want. If, you know, if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, it's, it, it can come off as simple advice, but man, it's great advice. And it's stuff that people need to hear for sure. I mean, just hearing you say it, I'm like, I do, I do need to do that more. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sometimes we definitely just need to hear it uh, instead of hear, hearing it from ourselves or, right. or telling I mean, Josh, it to others. When Josh tells me that stuff, I'm like, yeah, whatever, man, it's fine. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, need, I need it from other people now. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, and to, to add to that, it's always good to remember the, the five P's in that the, the proper, proper planning prevents poor performance. Uh, all right. Would well, you just make that up or what? No, that's no, that's like an old thing. Hey. Is it, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I seen it in the office once. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like old cartoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i forgot i forgot where i seen it maybe i was watching this <laughs> new, new show called superstore anyway whatever back to the spongebob poop people eat our patties <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's what i meant <laughs> the, the mindlessness is coming back yeah. I, I like how that's the acronym that comes to mind <laughs> Dude, every time every time people eat our patties <laughs> I'm gonna have to hit up Dan, man, and uh, thank you for getting me on with y'all, man. Uh, this has been fun. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. it's oh, been a blast he's, talking he's, to him. He's gonna get multiple messages. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it, it was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, so great having you on, and absolutely. of course, for all our listeners, stay mindless. Stay mindless, guys. Thank you for listening to the Mindless Morning Show. We appreciate you picking us out of the many great podcasts out there. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that little bell to get notified whenever we release a new episode or bonus content. Now go enjoy the rest of your mindless day.